Chapter 3 Sneaker Bolus In the distance, the indentation in the mountains flashes faintly, just once. As Tim runs, he fumbles with the shoelaces of his sneakers, attempting to tie the laces together at their ends. He succeeds, creating what he tells himself is a crude bolus weapon. He slings the bolus over his shoulder. Tim makes it to the barn door, and he pushes it open. The room on the other side is dim, but cracks in the wooden walls and ceiling let in just enough light to see. It seems to be an antechamber for the main barn. The floor is covered in moldy hay, and the air is thick with the stench of dampness and rot. Tim spots a door along the right wall and a pitchfork in the corner of the room. Tim enters the room and desperately considers what to do. The ceiling in this subsection of the barn is very high, making the room seem narrow. Rotting hay is everywhere, clumped into piles on the wooden floor. The pitchfork stands in the far corner of the room, points down in an especially damp-looking pile of hay. It has four prongs and looks to be in good condition in stark contrast with the barn. It is slightly longer than Tim is tall, and it looks too heavy to hold in one hand. Something on the ceiling catches Tim's eye. He sees a large square on the wooden ceiling, roughly three feet wide and across. None of its depth extrudes from the ceiling, and so Tim cannot see or even guess at its thickness. Large hinges are secured to one side of the square, and Tim realizes that it is a trap door, an upside-down one. The door and its hinges are made of a silvery white metal. Tim squints, focusing his vision on the edge opposite the hinges, hoping to find a handle of some kind. Instead, he sees three small indentations in the trap door, side by side, and parallel to the edge. Each is slightly larger than a square inch, and each contains a shape, with the hinges on the right side of the door, from top to bottom, square, square, triangle. The shapes are made of a darker material than the door, and they are positioned haphazardly in the square indentations, not centered or aligned with each other. Tim concludes that they aren't bas-relief, but rather separate objects, inexplicably stuck to the door. There's no handle on the trap door or anything by which to grip it. Shuffling sounds from outside make Tim's heart go hollow. The organ piles are close. Tim runs toward the pitchfork and rips it from the floor. The pitchfork is heavy, and its four prongs are wickedly sharp. Tim grips the pitchfork with both arms, quickly trying to familiarize himself with its weight and balance. He hears the organ piles closing in, and as he aligns himself with the open doorway, he sees that the first pile is only a few paces away.